Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey guys this is chesney hawks here you are watching my hammers 11 with the one and only russ Hi everyone, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. Some lovely weekend weather on its way, so look forward to that. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you made a range and putting your content on. As always, I'd like to thank our lovely channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. We never have another X Hammer over 80 from the channel, which is which is mental, but I'm looking forward to today. Over 150 first team appearances for the club across well. Six seasons, two slash technically three spells at the club. Kinda, kinda. Um, it's Mr. George, George McCarty. How are we, George? I'm good, Ross. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Absolute pleasure, man. Really buzzing to have you, man. Really, really buzzing to have you. How how's it been? How's it been in the McCarty household? How you doing, man? Yeah, it's a long time out of football, but uh, no. Myself and my family just really, the last few years, we've no required family. We're, we're living in the countryside, so yep. just doing our own thing, really. And uh, first few years when I retired, didn't really take much to do with football, but looking to get back into it again. That's cool, man. That's cool. And as you said, you know, obviously in the last 15 months, the family been okay. You've all been well. You know, no one's no one's caught that the dreaded lurgy. Well, I don't think so, but then, no, without being tested, you, you never really know yeah. if you've had it or not. But yeah, it's been a, a crazy few months and uh, no, this lockdown, it's, it's been tough on everyone. And at the minute, there doesn't seem to be a way out of it. No, I see, mm. see in the paper this morning, uh, talk it might be an hour lockdown in a few weeks, but no, fingers crossed that... You know, the vaccinations are working and hopefully in a few months we can get back to living normally again. Hopefully. I think I think it's one of those things where I think we're gonna to have to live with it for the rest of our mm-hmm. in the same way with flu, you know, you get a jab yeah. every month, every year, and I think it's gonna be the same thing. And it's I mean, obviously 
Monday. Monday is Freedom Day, or as much as you can call it, the Freedom yeah. Day. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, you know, the, the good thing is, I know, you know, we've obviously had the Euro, the Euros has distracted us for a few weeks, which was good, which is all right, kind of, apart from the last result. Yeah. Which was... The result in the final, it was, I, I think everyone was probably, uh, obviously, to do with Gareth Southgate, he'd done an amazing job. and. Mm. A lot of the games, people may be questioning his, you know, his team or his uh, strategy, but he got it right all the time. And it was just a shame in the final again down to penalties. It seems to be any time it goes to penalties in major competitions, England fall short. But yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, they've got a very young team now. Hopefully, over the next few years, they can you know, finally lift one of the big trophies. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I've got proper into England now. I, I wasn't. I was never really an England fan, to be honest. Maybe because there was not really much West Ham representation in England. Um, you know what I mean? It's like we, we, yeah. we might get one person. You know, Scotty Parker might have got, or Trevor Sinclair. You know, you know. Occasionally, you get a player come in, or or uh, you know, Andy Carroll might get a couple of games, or Antonio. But obviously, with Deck now, it's sort of like it's he's one of the first names in the team sheet. Yeah. So. I proper got into it. And I think actually the bunch of lads, you know, they're, they're all young lads, as you said, there's no, and they're spread out across the Premier League and and, mm-hmm. and in Germany. It's not all, you know, the greedy boys. It's not the greedy six, it's not all Man United and Liverpool. It's, you know, you've got West Ham, you've got Everton, you've got, you know, you've got Ben White and Black, uh, Brighton and stuff like that. And, and I think and, we've, I thought we fell in love with it a bit again now. Yeah, that that's probably maybe helps the squad as well. No. Years gone by, like you say, there was maybe five or six Man, Man United players. Yeah. A few Liverpool, maybe Chelsea. And you don't know from the outside, maybe there was what they call a clicks going on in terms I of... I mean, yeah. Yes, you, you were there as a team, a squad, but in terms of the team spirit, and that was everyone together. Because you, you look mm. at the, the past England teams, like there was some, some great quality there. Maybe oh, yeah. underachieved, and mm. um, and again, you no. Know, going back to the Euros, there's a there's a young young squad there, and you would like to think they can only get better and progress into the World yeah. Cup here in 2022. Yeah, hopefully, be hopefully nice. I mean, the same as the Italians. The Italians are the same. You know, they they diversify. I think they had about twelve different clubs in their squad oh, as well. Where it just it was always Juventus and and Milan's, and but you know they spread out, and it it, it I think it makes a big difference. Um, and it's like, I mean, you know, it's one of those things, it's just, I think I'm more, I've got into England more than I did ever before, I think. And, and you know, adversely, bring it back to, bring it back to, to West Ham. It's the same thing. You know, a lot of people, yeah. you know, were let, sort of like not, not disillusioned with West Ham over the last few years, but it was, you know, a bit of a chore, obviously with everything with COVID and, and stuff like that. And, and last season being such a great season for us, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it's reinvigorated the fan base. That's for sure. I think, uh, like you're saying, no, you. It's probably only recently you've started following England more. I, I think back to the being from Northern Ireland, obviously. Sure. No, they come first, but think back to the 1990 World Cup. Yes. When gas gas going crying and uh, losing in the semi final. I was only a kid then, but I for some reason back then I sort of. Started following England then. Then you had Euro '96 again. Mm. 
uh, penalties, Germany. And I don't, I don't know why. It's just from 1990, I've always been a, an England follower. And yeah. uh, always like to see them do well. Yeah. And, you know, just back to the, the final there. For some reason, probably the last few years, Italy have uh, they've been into the competitions as underdogs for, for some mm-hmm. reason, even though they're a great nation, a great football team. And mm-hmm. you just had to look, I think they went, they're now 33 matches unbeaten. Yeah, exactly. No, that, that's some achievement for an international team. And You're right. as much as they went into the final, England were probably favourites to win. You could tell that they were, you know, were a very good team. And probably at the end of the end of extra time, the match was quite quite even and no penalties or lotteries. So oh, it is, yeah. It was, it was unfortunate that no England lost, but hopefully their time will come again. Yeah, I think it will. I think it was. It's, it's all good. It's all good, you know, experience for them when it comes to different tournaments now, isn't it? So they know they've lost the, you know, and I think for me it was, it was, I probably, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, night, I remember night, I mean, you're almost, I think, I think you're, I think you're about a couple of months older than me, George, but, you know, just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but you look a lot younger. I'll tell you, you look a lot younger. Um, but yeah, 1990, 96, definitely. And then it's sort of like in and out, you know, it's like, I think I, I became a little bit, it's like, I think there's too many international matches, you know, and, and I always worry. And, you know, when, when it comes to our boys playing in international matches that they don't get injured and come back and sort of do what happened to Dean Ashton. And, and yeah. I've always had that sort of reservation. Do you know what I mean? It's always been West Ham first, then England, but, you know, the last couple especially, of weeks has been... Especially now, but, you know, obviously, uh, Declan Rice, he's so important to West now. Yeah. Um, you know, he's become a massive player for them. You know, he had a great tournament, and like you say, I think he's injury-free, so that's a bonus as well. A couple of weeks off, and then he'd be back at West Ham pre-season, and looking to kick on again in the coming exactly. season or coming year. Well, we've, we've got a European tour. We've got a European tour coming up, George. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. We're in, the, we're in Europe, aren't we? We're in, we're in the Europa, Europa League next year. European tour, boys on tour, and yeah, looking forward to it this year coming. It's going to be fun. Do you think, uh, maybe slightly disappointed, they didn't hold on to the Champions League place? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, and I'll tell you for why. We, For me, it's like, well, firstly, we don't have to qualify. We're in the lit Europa League already. We haven't got yeah. to qualify. You you remember we've yeah you know, we got certain places before and you know we have to qualify to get into Euro, Europa oh. leagues and and we'll lose to like Astra Gugu or you know someone like that. We don't have to do that. We go straight in. If we yeah. finish, I think we finish in the Champions League. It's it's amazing, but I think baby steps. I'll take baby steps. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that, no, but it was a, it was a great season they had, and I, I thought for. Well, probably until the last few weeks, third and fourth place, no, was definitely up for grabs. It was, yeah. No, Liverpool came strong later on the season, and when the, they looked as if they wouldn't even be top five at one stage, but crazy. Uh, it was it was still a great season for, for yeah. West Ham, and uh, Europa League is no, it's still still by competition, and not having to qualify, it certainly saves. For the players, no preseason would have been starting early. Matches starting early. If Good point. Yeah. So, no, being straight into the uh, knockout stages is 
a big plus. It is. It is a big plus. I see both sides because obviously Wolves, Wolves did it season before last, didn't they? Where they had to qualify. They ended up playing something ridiculous, like fifty six, like sixty games or something like that across yeah. the season. But they'd already because they'd played a few sort of competitive games before the season starts. They were already up and running. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they had a, they had some good results early doors. But in the end, they sort of fell off towards the end of that season. Yeah. So look, it's oh, great. It, 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 yeah, it definitely takes its toll. No, playing 55, 60 matches a year. Yeah. It's it's tough on the players and um I think that year you could tell towards the end Woods were they were out in their feet all over. They were. They were indeed. And uh but yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We're all happy hammers over here, George, which is the main thing at the moment. Um right, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you and West Ham, George, because that's why people want to they don't want to listen to my opinion on the England squad. They want to talk listen to you. They can listen to me all the time. But anyway, um so so obviously as a George made 150 first team appearances. It was, it was a, a in total about six seasons across a couple of you know I love a boomerang player George I love a player who goes and comes back I love a player like that yes yeah, so, so, so uh, to say when you when you leave you never go back again but <laughs> I I actually done it for two clubs and I worked out on one and didn't work out so well on the other so yeah sort of way it balances itself out I suppose it does it does but I think I can't think of many situations when it comes to West Ham where there's the boomerang hasn't worked. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. not as, you know, people like Tony Cotty and stuff like that. Not, you know, Frank McAvenny, you know, these guys came and came back. Shaka, he went and came back and ended up being in the FA Cup final. Um, you know, you know, so Julian did it as well. So, you know, you're in, you're in higher stead. Ginger, Ginger Pele did the same as well. So a lot of people do that, which is great. Um, but the first time, obviously, you signed in 2006, 2006. Um why West Ham, George? Because you were you were at Sunderland for for many years and from youth upwards. Why 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 move? Yeah, I, th- I think it came around more uh, at the time. There was uh, a player at West Ham. He was a left back, um, Clark, I think it was. Clive Clark. Yeah, we've had Clive on. Yeah, lovely guy. Hey Clark. Yeah, yeah, he was a good lad. I actually rented his house for a while on the first uh, spell at West Ham, and yeah, so I think. Some some of them were interested in play from obviously the Sunderland and at the time Park, Alan Pardew was manager. Mm. And that I was obviously getting the better end of the deal because West Ham were premiership, some of them were had just been relegated. Yeah. And you no, know, to be honest, living in the northeast moving to London now it's it's, it's different so there's no a new way a new way of life and uh yeah. but it was, it was an opportunity that i couldn't pass up in terms of the club and like i say west Hammer in the premiership so mm. it was a it was a chance for me to go and uh try and become a better player sure at, at a bigger club yeah and you no, know, thankfully, it worked out for me. Uh, yeah. Now it wasn't easy at the start because I think when I went there, you know, it was a tough, tough year the first season. But mm. it worked out, and you no, know, I'm obviously glad that I made that decision back in two thousand and six. Yeah, exactly. And you said, I mean, it was it wasn't easy. Obviously, you you joined and. Initially, obviously, Conch was still around when he so he was first choice, really. Um, so you know, there's a lot of sub appearances, but then he, mm-hmm. you know, he he pissed off to Fulham. Um, 
<laughs> and then and then obviously curbs coming in and that was it you know you were you were like a you were you were crucial you know your first team you you were you were the first you know, first t- name on the team sheet so to speak and yeah no Concha's uh obviously a very good player and he's a great lad as well he um, is and yeah toby's uh when you move to these sort of clubs west ham there's going to be competition for places of course and yeah at the start a uh, few sub appearances and I think, uh, you know, Pardew being manager, but then Kerbisley came in around January, February, yeah. and changed things up a little bit. I started getting a, a few more opportunities. And, uh, you know, as the season progressed, we were in a relegation battle, and thankfully, and I still think to this day, you know, we still didn't get the credit we probably deserved. No, no, you didn't. Even the teams that we beat to stay up, I think we won seven of the last nine or eight of the last nine games. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was, and, and the teams we were beating, like it was, I think at the time we went away to Arsenal. Yeah, you beat Arsenal 1-0 away, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and nobody, I don't think they had been beaten at the Emirates before that. Now, I may be wrong, I'm not sure. Um, I think you're right. I think we we were the first team, I think, to beat Arsenal at the Emirates. I'm pretty sure yeah, we, we were. we beat them 1-0, and I think on another day, it could have been about only for Rob Green, and obviously the lads put in a great performance, but mm. on another day, it could have maybe been about 10 the Arsenal, but Rob Green made some crucial saves. He did. And, and you need a bit of luck in the rubble of Green, so obviously Rob Green in goal, but yeah, no, it... Uh, Frankly, you no. Know, we beat them and Old Trafford at the end of the year. Everton, exactly. Yeah, there was some some big big wins in there. It was, and I mean, yeah, I mean, the great escape. I mean, yeah, it would always be known as the great escape, and it was, yeah, it was one of those, as you said, that that Man United game. God, we didn't let didn't, didn't we keep it to the last second, won't we? We won't, you know, we don't make it easy on ourselves, but no, you know, what? And I think even though we. Uh, we won that game. When you actually look at the final final uh, league table in terms of decisions, I think we actually were about three or four decisions out of the top. You know, the teams that were relegated. So yeah. we, if you look, if someone looked at that after the last game, they'd be thinking, "Oh, West Ham are well safe, and the end teams at the bottom were battling it out." Whereas, if we hadn't won that game, I think we. We might have went down in goal difference or something. That was something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was that. It was that close. But yeah, you know, great memories. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a an unbelievable end of the season. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, that whole season was a weird season, wasn't it? It was a very strange season. What, obviously, you know, we've had um, there's a guy called Daniel Watson. He's written a whole book about that whole season. Because it was such yeah. a bizarre season, not obviously the Great Escape, but the whole Tevez and Mascherano and all that type of thing that went. Lots of weird things happened that season. Yeah, no, you think back now in terms of where they ended up playing and at that stage of their careers. I'm not even sure how old they would have been, but oh, yeah, it was just long. it was funny how they ended up at West Ham and you no know, two, two two great players, but. Tebez was obviously very crucial and 
with his goals, you know, to help us stay up that year as well. But I think, uh, yeah, and another game that sticks in my head that year, year was, I think it was around January, you know, the, the Spurs game at home. Yes, yeah. 2-0 up and, was it, 3-2 up and then they scored an injury time. It was like heartbreak. I, I even remember the, uh, thinking back, I think no, uh, Mark Noble at the end of the match, he was crying at the end of the match. Now, yeah. I think then he was, no, this is... This is us done for, even though it was January or February, but that's how crucial the games were, even uh, only halfway through the year. Well, they were. Yeah, you're right. And it was, and that, in a weird way, although that was, because we've had, obviously, we've interviewed lots of people in that squad as yourself. So we interviewed in that, that season. So we interviewed, you know, Anton and, and various others. And, and, and they say that that, uh, that game, that game, although they lost and it was, everyone's head was down. For for Carlos, because that was Carlos's first goal, it was mm-hmm. the game which which basically kicked up kicked him up the bum, and then he, yeah. he started. Then from then on, he was unbelievable for the rest of those, those sort of four or five months afterwards. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's weird how these things that you know, looking back at it, it's all these sliding doors moments, and and that really yeah. was for that season. If you ha- if you haven't even seen, and he maybe trains like this all the time, and he's just one of the young players that can turn it on the match. Yeah, being such a good player, he is. But with with Carlos and, and training, like he just would have come in the training. If you were playing, say a small side of game, he would actually be. He would just stand at centre half, um, just get the ball, just pass it, wouldn't move much. No, every yeah. it was just all all relaxed about him. Whereas with Mascareno, he was in training. He was actually superb. Like he was involved with everything and you could tell how there's quality uh but for some reason he didn't get as much game time as no maybe what he expected but with uh carlos yeah he he was obviously uh one of the main players and reasons why we stayed up that year yeah no he was and i think i think we actually yeah i think we've we've carlos as well and i think you know we've i mean it, it was it it added to a a very. I mean, when you joined, the the squad was there was a there was a real mix in that squad. I think when you joined originally, you had you had your Robert Greens, you had you know people like Teddy Sheringham still in the you know you yeah. had sort of some youngsters, some old players, and it was a real sort of eclectic bit. But you know, quite a quite a British squad, you know, really until until maybe because obviously when when he when he first joined because you had Anton and and Gabs yeah. and you had. You know Hayden and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, Jonathan Spets and a few, but it was like quite a British squad because obviously that that squad had come up with Pardew. Um, we got to the FA Cup the previous year, um, and and the, but then it started changing. And obviously, then you had then you had your Carlos and and Masirano, and then obviously Pards leaving and Curbs coming in changed the mentality. Lucas Neal came in, and yeah, you know, there was a. I, I was going to say yeah, Lucas Neal because I think probably with the Tevez and Masirano. Situation the Lucas Neal one was probably not forgot about because I think the time yeah. Liverpool were looking to they were, yeah, yeah, saying Lucas Neal, and everyone was saying, well, well, why would you turn down Liverpool who were probably fighting for Champions League or the league or whatever? Yeah. And you no, know, want, want to be in a relegation battle, but uh, you no, know, Lucas came in. I, I, I think it was he made captain maybe straight away, pretty much, um, yeah. 
to be fair, no, he was certainly a leader around the, around the changing room and again another reason why come the end of the season though mm. we we ended up staying up. Yeah. No, definitely. I think they, and and as I said that 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 was the whole thing was being reiterated by, you know, when we've interviewed people like as like Anton, you know, he 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 thought Lucas Neal was, was one of the best captains he played under just because he was we all sort of a club captain rather than necessarily a, just a, a yeah. team captain. That was the whole club he was bothered about. Lucas, uh, you know, every day around the training ground, that he would be probably going around each player individually. You no, know, just you no know, more or less saying to him what what the demands are and what we need to be mm. doing as players to get out of the situation we were in. And yeah, Anton would have been spot on. He, he certainly was. Not just just a leader on the pitch, it was offered as well. He was a big influence. Mm. Yeah, he was. He was, and, and 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 yourself. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, uh, he was at he was at West Ham for a couple of years, and then obviously, you know, then the following. Obviously, we stayed up in the 06, 07 season. The following season was a good season for you. You finished Hammer of the Year runner up. Mm-hmm. You know, that must be a. a as I mean, we've, we've interviewed a few people who have won and, and come second, but still to come second and voted for by the fans, it must be an, an incredible thing to be uh, yeah. to be recognised. I I'm just maybe being a wee bit selfish here, but I know Rob Green got it, but I say he's <laughs> the goalkeeper, so I got it for being the outfield player. But exactly, yeah, no. I, again, it was it was uh, my time. Uh, Greeny was. Superb, so he was. He was yeah. a top, top class goalkeeper, so he was, uh, yeah. and thoroughly deserved you know, the awards that he got. But it's like, but it's for you as well. You for I always think it's that there's there's an extra, there's an extra like an, an asterisk put by your names for the defenders because obviously the attackers always get all the goals and the glory, but for a defender to be recognised by the fans means that you're doing something right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think being injury free. Yeah, it was probably all throughout my career. If I stayed injury free, and I felt good within myself and fit, no, I, I tended to play well. And when I, yeah, I never had sort of like muscle injuries in terms of three, four weeks. When I was injured, it was it was months. No, it was like serious injuries. But yeah, that that year, I think I've, I've played all every game, um, and yeah, felt good, felt strong, and I think I think a big thing as well for any player is if the team's playing well, individuals tend to be, you know, doing their jobs properly, yeah. not just me, and it's everyone. And though that year we, I think we maybe finished. Tenth, I think it might have been something like that. Yeah, I think you finished. Yeah, uh, so I'm just looking. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was. Yeah, it, was a, it was a good season. It was. Uh, I think. Uh, Curbs made a made a few few signings that year as well. So we you know, we definitely had a very strong squad, and. Mm. Uh, no, I think it's probably the supporters as well. No, we all felt felt. It should be a, it should be a strong season because of the players that we had. 
Yeah, it was a good squad. You had a good squad. A nice again, it was it was a nice blend, nice blend of players. Yeah. Um and obviously you had such a good season that season that uh Sunderland bought you for four and a half million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I talked about this last week and Yeah. In an interview, um No it was it was a strange one how things happened, but at the end of the day, I made the decision. There was no one else to blame, and sure, e- even though I wasn't committed to that decision that it was me, I, b- I was doing it more for family reasons than yeah. football reasons. Uh, but again, though, you can look back at it and say it was a, a big mistake. But no, hindsight's a great word. So it is. It is. Um, hindsight's great, isn't it? Yeah. No, you did was. Yeah, we can all look back and change things we've done in the past, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's something that I regret. But no, I also would say, and I don't think I, I probably said it last week, and it's nothing against Sunderland or anything. I, I had great times at Sunderland first time yeah. around. You know, they're a great club, um, but just in terms of my football career and my journey, being at West Ham is where I just felt I enjoyed it the most and mm. loved the club and everything to do with the club and the people and the players. And all. It, was, it was just a great time in my life then. But, mm. yeah, it was just a, it was a strange transfer, how things happened. And, uh, yeah, no, it's... It's... Uh, regrettable that i went back but i did um well you went back for the right reasons you know sometimes i think people there's there's obviously there's two types of transfers i think the way one is there's three i reckon one is pure one is purely for a footballing career perspective so you know and that's what happened the first time you know the fact is you you know from sunderland to west ham you thought okay i'm going to a premier league club and it's going to improve my football and i'm going to play at a higher higher standard than i would do if i stayed at sunderland there's there's one which then there's one which is family based, which was the move back. You know, at the end of the day, you had to drag all your family. You know, it, it up yeah. your life, and you know we've interviewed people who have you know come up from you know from from France or or you know we had we had Nobby on here, so you know bloody Peru and stuff. You know, but it doesn't matter. You've had to up sticks and go to a different area. Um, yeah. And so that was why it was going back. The third one is for purely of a monetary reason. It wasn't for that. It was for to go back to be your family and to be honest sometimes they work out sometimes we had um we had a guy um here we interviewed a guy called sebastian carroll who who basically came on a three-month loan from monaco played one game because pards basically promised him the world and didn't deliver um and and he just said uh, to be honest russ it probably buggered up my career you know in in family friendly he said a slightly different type of word, but you know, we're not nine o'clock. He's not past nine o'clock, not past yeah. watershed. So I'm not going to say it. So he basically effed up his career really, because he could have stayed at Monaco. They won the league and da, 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 da. Um, and that was purely because he wanted to have a try. You know, at the end of the day, hindsight's a great thing, you know, but as he said, yeah. you know, but then in a weird way, you know, you obviously went to Sunderland. Uh, it didn't work out as you had. You obviously, then you had a couple of, couple of loan spells at Leeds. Um, and then more importantly, because we'll gloss over that bit because it doesn't matter. More importantly, you came home. You came home, George. You came back. Yeah, yeah. Just so you... uh, just finishing off on the first spell. I actually, 
a couple of weeks before I went back to someone. No, I think I signed a new it was a four or five year contract. That you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was even in the process of looking for a house, and at, at, at the time the thing was renting, I was looking to buy a house, but yeah, so. Anyway, I ended up going back to Sunderland and things didn't work out. Uh, and what was it, 2011, I think? Uh, the yeah. Steve Bruce called me into the office at Sunderland and you know, he said it could be an opportunity of going back to West Ham, I think. I think Steve, yeah. Steve and Sam Allardyce were another you know, good friends. Good mates, yeah. And probably at this start, I was, you know, was he, was he winding me up here a little bit, but yeah, yeah, no, it's, so it ha- that's had happened. I think I got a train or, you no know, plane down within a couple of days and met with Sam and done a medical, uh, and yeah, re- rejoined and I, I think you- I can, uh, at that time in my career, because in football, you can work so hard to achieve and get to a level where you're, you're happy with and Yep. And it, it probably took me, you know, I joined Sunderland in 16, moved to West Ham, I think 25, 26, so nine, 10 years. And I finally, not finally, cool. but no, I, you, yeah. I, I, I worked so hard in terms of, being a player, I never, never went out at weekends, and probably mm. sounds, you know, a little bit sad to some people. But no, <laughs> I was dedicated to football at that time. Yeah, and yeah, so went to West Ham. Things worked out, went well, and when I returned to something, then a sort of way, probably when you took take your food off know the pedal a little bit for football reasons mm. you, it takes you so long to achieve so achieve to where you want to be and then within weeks and months in football you can you can be rock bottom again and that's mm. how quickly it can change if, if mm. you don't dedicate your life enough to training every day um playing matches and consistently playing well no things can change and that's what happened mm. when I returned to Sunderland and even Leeds. But yeah, so I returned to West Ham and a sort of way I was always a sort of person who wanted to prove people wrong. Yeah. No, if you doubt me, I I go out and I'll get better at what whatever I need to do to, to show mm. that I'm capable of playing at this level or I've gone through a bad spell now I'm, I'm going to try my hardest to, to return to something like I would have been the previous years when I went back to West Ham that's how, that's how, how I, I felt that I was I, mm-hmm. I was grateful for the opportunity that uh, Sam and obviously the, the Germans have given me and no I wasn't going to let it slip by really well, I suppose it's almost like it's like you know it, it's it's not to make amends, but it's almost like a, as a as a fresh is is like a fresh start, isn't it? Yeah, you had that sort of um, not barren period, but you know you weren't as you said you weren't 
you weren't it wasn't it wasn't clicking at Sunderland and at Leeds, you know, going sent it on loan and stuff like that to Leeds and stuff. And it's almost like right, you can come back and you've got the not security, but you know that you play probably you played your best football when you were at West Ham last time. So uh, you know and, Yeah, I think going football no you only get so many chances. Um, yeah. That was probably well, we don't know if it would have been or not, but in my head, it probably would have been right. This is your last chance if you want to yeah. play a, you know, a great club and at a high level. I mean, no, if you mess this up, then mm. no, you can start looking probably down the lower leagues or whatever. No disrespect, yeah. but no, I know what you mean. That, that's just how at my at that time in my life, that's how my football was going because of I wouldn't say my, my attitude it was just I wasn't in a good place in my head in terms yep. of where I was or what club I was at and mm. West Ham coming around second time was you no know, it was a big opportunity for me to mm. to go back and enjoy football, enjoy my life and uh try and get back somewhere near uh know the best that it could be yeah no it makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense mate and you're right there's you know it's, it's, it's about taking opportunity and and you know big sam came and and you know he'd obviously been relegated to the season before and you know he he wanted he wanted a team he, he put together a team with the sole the sole purpose to get out of that league again get us back in the premier league and we did you know yeah and Obviously, you know, we, we went up for the playoffs and, you know, of oh, you know, that's just, yeah, play to, to a lottery. Um, <laughs> that really, really was. And and for me, even more so because it was my, it's my, I always mention it, but the playoff final was my daughter's due date. And so it was oh, like stressful. It was stressful for two reasons, you know, obviously getting back into the Premier League, but obviously my daughter could have been born any time then. So, so that was always fun. Were you at the match or were you? I'd, you know, George, I had a really good ticket. I had a really good ticket. So, <laughs> so of course, we had, we had Colton on a few weeks ago and I told him the story and he was like, you are mad. Honestly, you are mad. So, yeah, I had I, I my seat. I had a really – so, basically, obviously, I got – my seat was like front row – yeah. Um, front row in the in the end that Vaste scored in, like oh, front right, row, okay. bang in the yeah. centre. So it was really good to see. Um, luckily, Flo didn't come along for a couple of days after that, um, which just, was, which was fortunate. On, uh... I had the phone on, but I had, I had a beer in the other hand. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I had beer in the other hand. And about three o'clock, I got a phone call, and I was like, "Oh God!" But it was like a PPI call. I couldn't believe oh, you couldn't time it. Um, but yeah, and then three days later, I think two or three days later, yeah, two days later, she came. Yeah, two days later, she came along, and then a day later than that, when she we got out of hospital, I've got a picture of her in the playoff trophy, like oh, you know, oh, <laughs> so it was poor, like a, a double triple celebration. It was, it was, it really was. And and what was what as a player, what's you know, what's it like being at like the playoff final? You know, it's it, you knowing that winning this game will put you in the Premier League and everything you know about the fan base and stuff. It must be a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah. Everyone wants to go up in the obviously the automatic promotion sure. places, but it sounds stupid. It's, if you were guaranteed to go up playing at Wembley, yeah, you know, you're not guaranteed. But if someone says, 
you'll have to go through the playoffs, but you're definitely going to win it. I yeah. think for a day out for the fans, just the experience for the players, the such a big game at Wembley. Uh, it, it's near, maybe probably aside from winning the league, it's nearly uh, no sort of way better than up through through the play pressure aside uh, because because of the day out, the atmosphere, the experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, we played Blackpool twice that year. You did, yeah. Times, we, we absolutely something like and he, even at Blackpool we had 10 men. Henry Lansbury went and goal. I know, yeah. And we still beat them 4-1 at their place. And come the come the final, I think the first half, we were probably quite fortunate to begin in one nil up at half time. Because Blackpool had a few chances. No, Blackpool played yeah. very well that day, but when the football and gods are on your side, you know, it, you get a you get a bit of luck in if you have some quality in the team and you know, we had mm. uh Nolan up from Coley, Fast Hay. You no, know, we had players who, who could change games. Mm. And uh no I think it was what was it about the eighty fifth minute or so, you no know, Fast Hay pops up with a winner. Like I, that, I, yeah. I think I was actually the first one to celebrate with him as well. So, <laughs> uh, well, a few players maybe went around the Coley or Nolan, but I just remember probably had the sprint, the full length of the pitch, and yeah, <laughs> it was crazy celebrations. But yeah, what a day! It was, it was amazing too. Oh, it was. It was, and then and then it was, and then and it was, then it was Mark Stagdy, weren't it? Mark, Mark was off to Vegas, I think. Mark Noble shortly after yeah. that, just to, so yeah, a bit of a crazy, uh, yeah. crazy time for him. And for for Nobs as well, it's uh, being a being a West Ham lad. He's he's had ups and downs throughout his career being there, but mm. you could always tell the emotions when things weren't going well. No one, he would have showed it while he was on the pitch or off it, and. Mm. The same with the highs, no, it was it's just West Ham and his and his blood. No, it's it's his only club that uh he'd say that I mean he'd probably still be there for another twenty or thirty years while it's in a coaching role or a uh, yeah, I'd imagine so. role or something, no, I can see him being there yeah. a long time still, but yeah, no just uh, top man as well, so he is. Yeah. And what was and what was um, obviously you know you technically you done obviously under Pardew under Curbs and then and obviously then then Big Sam came along, you know, um, yeah, three sort of very different managers in terms of all three British managers, but three very different managers. And obviously, Big Sam does got you know did have his critics, um, you know, from the fan base, particularly West Ham. But I thought you know he, he came to do a job and he bloody well did the job. You know, and he got us up and and yeah. made us a very difficult team to beat. I think under I, I didn't have long enough under Parge because no, it was maybe only a couple of months. So I, 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 as a manager, I, I can't really no comment too much on it uh, in terms of his training and you know how he set out his teams after matches. No, it was, he was very good that way. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed my time under Curbs. Uh, and the coaches he had around him as well with Merv and 
mm. Lynch Norton at there was oh yeah no had some really good times on the Demons and appreciated the help they gave to me. And then mm. obviously with Sam again. You know the clubs he's been at, he Sam's a, a great manager. He's he's very and people probably from the outside though he's big into the sports fan side of things and mm. the tactical side of the game and you noise know, He's a very good manager. Maybe gets the for some reason no this long ball or whatever. And oh yeah, we not once in training we've been set out the right, we're going to play long ball today. No, was you go out the the pass the ball and without taking chances in the wrong areas. No, but, mm. and sometimes I know Big Sam gets like I say the. The wrong style that he yeah gets labelled yeah yeah and he because it, it's it's not like that there but uh no he certainly he done a, a very good job at West Ham and he did get, getting getting them promoted and then he got a team to safely stay in the Premiership for mm. the next few years and okay it's not maybe not the style that the the fans want but. Football's a yes, you want good football, but it's also results that matters. Yeah, and um, we can't get away from you no. Know, you wanna you wanna win games, get results mm. to to stay in the Premiership. You don't wanna play pretty football and get relegated. There's a fine balance. Yes, you you, you mm. wanna play good football, but also there's a time and a place to do it. And I think with Especially the first season back, uh, just having been being promoted, you want to just build your way back in, you know, mm, mm. secure your your safety the following season. And all the years, uh, Sam Missouri, you know, he certainly done he did that there. Yeah, no, he did. You're, t- you're totally right. You're totally right. Um, I, yeah, I think he's, and that's why I think you know, obviously the the, the West Ham team now there's. Sam had a plan to use alliteration, but he had a plan. He knew what he was going to do to get us up and make us tough to beat down. And then I think until since then, we haven't had as a team at West Ham um, a plan, really. It's sort of a bit like, you know, but with David Moyes, it seems to be that sort of back to similar, you know, put together a team that's hard to beat and and will hit you on the counter-attack and stuff like that. Yeah. But I've, I was always, I wasn't a booer. I always thought Big Sam, he was, yeah, he's a... He was a he was a bastard, but he was our bastard. Do you know what I mean? And and I I like managers who who uh, are the the pantomime villain, you know, yeah. the opposition. You know, someone. But I remember Burnley away, and um, and obviously because they don't like him because of the Blackburn connection and the Bolton connection, particularly Blackburn. And um, obviously Burnley, you have to walk across the pitch, don't you, to get to the dugout? It's like. Yeah, it's, yeah. And you do yeah, everyone. Oh, everyone had left. Oh, they're big. Yeah, close ground as well, Turf Moor. And they, the whole team had gone. They'd walked across the goal, and then, and then Big Sam, about fifteen yards behind everyone else, walks out on his own through the pit. You know, knowing he's going to get booed. Loved, loved yeah. it. No, I, I liked Big Sam. I did like him. Um, and obviously, you know, then, then unfortunately, then, then you got in. You had a big, a serious knee injury, and yeah. so you know, you know, you played a few, few, you know, played obviously for another couple of seasons. Technically, it, it didn't help, did it? Yeah, the big knee injury, and he just didn't really get back to yeah. where you were 
No, that that so I came about in training, uh French flat the era. Yeah. And I think it was near the start of what would it be, my third third season on the second spell. Um season started well, personally, you no know, feeling good. Um then got tackled in training and it was I knew straight away it was wasn't something minor. So I went, mm. went and seen the, the surgeon and nobody decided no operation it should heal in 10 to 12 weeks. And probably probably lasted more about 14 weeks or so. And in terms of the rehab, the training, sure. practice matches to get back. And then the first game back, I remember, I think it was West Brom, I went the sort of way like twisting the leg to, to run back and I just felt the okay. need. Yeah, just I knew straight away, oh this is serious. Mm. And so went to see a same surgeon again and decided to uh have the operation and I think when they opened up there was some tendons ruptured or I think it was. Um or ligament, sorry, ruptured. Um, so that was another six months or so rehab, get, trying to get back. And yeah, it, it was a long time. And especially 31, 32. And it, even though when I came back, I probably played 20 matches or so it, that season, or maybe a little bit more, but without any real consistency. And also I knew in my head that I wasn't, I wasn't the same player because yeah. of the pains in my knees and I wasn't able to train the same and yeah I just I knew in my head that this because my contract was also up as well probably this yeah. is the last season and without really knowing my last season ever playing no mm. I'll go away for a few weeks maybe have a holiday and then see what happens after that. But happens, yeah. Yeah, it was just a sort of way went off in the the wilderness from there and yeah. Yeah. Had okay. my head down and uh forgot about football for a few years. Yeah. It must be particularly as you said, for so many years you've football's been your life and then to have it taken away but but prematurely, really, as you said, you know, yeah. 32, 30, you know, I'm we had Nigel Winner, but Nigel Winner at 36, Stuart yeah. Pierce 38, you know, there were still years to play. It must have been like like the rug taken under your feet. Do you know what I mean? Like literally pulled up. You, you know, you assume like maybe I get maybe I get a couple of years, as I said, maybe drop down into the yeah. different league, lower league. Yeah. But no, nah, that's it. You're done. You're like, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate how, how it happened. But mm. uh, I think as a player, you sort of way, you know, even if I thought I was able to, in terms of I had no no pain in my body, I, would, I probably would have tried to play a I don't know championship or league one or whatever. No, just yeah, try to get a couple of more seasons out of my body. But I, for some reason, I just thought the pain and being out for such a long time, it was. I probably thought I wasn't capable of mm. even training 
two, three days a week to be able to play in matches and that there. So mm. without even announcing it, I, I just sort of a, as the days go on, the weeks and then before you know it, there's another season pass and mm. you, you know it's you're never gonna you know, no, Exactly. And as you said, it's, it's one of those things where you get, you know, with, with football, it goes, it, it moves so quickly as well. So same as managers as well. You know, you, I mean, you look at, you know, once managers don't get, you know, a job for a couple of years, that's it. You know, they're sort of out of the loop for any new jobs coming up because new managers come up. Same with, with players, you know, the new players come up. And and so, you know, if you're out of the wilderness, if you're out, out of game for, you know, a, a season or, or as long as it was, that's it. You know, it's sort of like you're, so far down again. Yes, I think as well as for players, I've noticed probably over the last probably I don't know, four or five, six years, hmm. when players get are getting to maybe 31, 32 now, and if they're not playing more or less every week and they're out of contract, there's not too many opportunities now. I think clubs are more looking hmm. at the the younger side of the yeah, game now, rather than maybe years ago, was more experienced. You no, know, I mm. he may be thirty four, but his experience, he's played here. He's you no, know, yeah, he's been at a good level. You no, know, we'll bring him in, and see how things go, and, and probably would have worked out quite a lot of the times. But now I, I, I think football and clubs are are definitely going down the route of whether it's through their academy or just. Just looking to saying younger players now. Yeah, I think well, it's. I think it's a, a long term prospect. Exactly, it's long term prospect. It's it's a, it's a sell on prospect as well, isn't yeah. it? It's it's yeah. you, you know people buy the youngsters from League One, League Two, you know straight away you've got you know you've been rebadged a, a West Ham player rather than a Colchester player. It means you've doubled mm-hmm. your value, and so if it doesn't work out, they sell them, doesn't it? And it's yeah. Yeah. and but also I think also George now the game is so fast now, you know it's like. Where we had, as I said, we had Nigel Winterburn, we had, we had Stuart Pearce playing left back, we had Zabaleta recently. You know, he was relatively yeah. towards the end of his career. Last couple of months, it was it was evident that it just didn't work. You know, it was it was yeah. that he was getting roasted basically. Yeah, he had experience, but it's so ferocious at the pace now. I yeah. think that's probably why. Yeah, football. I think it's it's changing now. Where mm. you need to be more. Probably an, like an, an athlete. It's more yeah. your your build. Your are you fast? Uh, your height, and also as well, the money in football now in terms of transfers and contracts. It's just looking back, say the the big Sam. I'm not sure. Say as maybe as as highest. Uh, year in terms of transfer fees he maybe spent i don't know maybe 40 million or so whereas mm. was it last year the season before i think west ham would have been up near 100 million all this oh yeah yeah exactly i mean sebastian Haller was 45 million alone do you know what i mean so yeah. so it's, it's just football's it's evolving all the time now not just in terms of the type of player that you need to play say in the premiership now it's also the cost of the players and uh, again contracts. What what you're getting for your money? Mm, it's so true. It's probably 
15 years ago, you were maybe spending one or two million on a championship mm. player. Now you're spending 15, 20. You could, you could actually have Thierry Henry probably early 2000 for 25 million. If that, I think how, if how that. Much he, yeah, how much would he be worth, worth now? I know it's, oh. it's just, yeah, it's crazy in terms of, and high clubs can uh, sustain that as well. Year on year, it's getting higher. It's, yeah. Particularly if we've had in the last 18 months, you know, if there's yeah. no fans in the stadium and stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to see the 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 financial impact of that, not this season, but I think the next season, because it's almost like they're, they're, you know, their books are almost like a year out. So I think you'll see next financial year the the impact of of, of COVID in terms of that. Um, but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, and 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 uh, but also it's a change in mentality for the managers. I mean, you know, we saw Big Sam, you know, quite quick, you know, bought like they said about forty million pounds of a player, something like that. Pellegrini, two hundred million. David Moyes, five million for Sufal, fifteen million for Such. You know, it, it's all about you know the, how the, the mentality, the player, the manager as well to yeah. get those players in. Um, yeah. Speak. Go on. Sorry, uh, I think uh, with David Moyes, you know, he's made some shrewd signings that have mm. worked out very well for him and obviously the team's playing playing great maybe if he could just add one or two this season to that there again they're going to be certainly fighting up towards the top end of the table that's what it is and i think i think my stand fans we're, we're not we're not a team we're not a fan base who will want to spend i mean we'd love i mean you love being you know, it, you know, we spent like 200 million or whatever on Felipe Anderson and Haller. All very exciting, all very exciting. Yeah. But that's not West Ham. We like the, the, the not the rough diamonds, it's the wrong, wrong reason, but we like the players who we see them develop as they as they start playing with us. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and so it is about finding those Sioux fouls and Bowens and people like that. Right. Let's yeah. let's do your 11, George, because I know, because I, I, I don't have about any of your time, really, but it's been lovely, Jane. Um, so everyone we have on the channel, Put us an 11 together. Um, uh, and the idea is it's based on the players you played with. Now, we've said before we started filming, 100, you know, you've had a, you have, you started to have a little flick, flick through of who you, who you played with. You play with some great players, some amazing players in yeah. your time. Um, so, oh, both times. I've, uh, yes, I spent the way just writing names down. And then I was maybe circling around, right? This is my keyboard. And then I must have changed my mind maybe three or four times. So it's <laughs> then I was I was thinking I'll okay, information just to fit this player in, but yeah. Yeah, there's there's a like you say, there's so many from the first spell and the second spell, so many yeah very good players. Yeah. Um, so starting off as goal with goal. In goal. Let's start off in goal. Who's gonna be in goal? So are we are we gonna talk through you can t- you can do whatever you want. Yeah, talk through it if you want to, George. It's up to you. Starting off, it would have been Roy Carroll. Yeah. Good friend. Um, he was very good keeper as well. Very good. But I, I, I probably didn't spend long enough playing with him at West Ham, whereas with Rob Green, I did. Mm. And the second spell, I had Yaskalainen. Again, yeah. experienced, great person. And very good goalie, but I'd have to in goal stick with Green. Yeah, with Greeno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and we've had we've had Roy on, and and yeah, you know, and and Roy picked Rob Green himself, <laughs> and Jimmy, and Jimmy, they all picked Rob Green. They all picked him because he's such yeah, yeah. Jimmy Walker as well. No, again, there's someone I would have forgot about. Yeah, he was there my first spell in. Like what, what a great lad he was. Uh, yeah, very funny. top man, Jimmy's. Yeah, top man. Well, I think him, him and Roy were a bit too, you know, they were too busy down Epping, down one nine five, <laughs> weren't it? To be honest, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he agreed. He just, uh, you know, I mean, when, when Jim, Jim was saying when he was until recently, obviously he was he was Ipswich goalkeeper coach, wasn't he? One of the, one of the goalkeepers coach staff at Ipswich, and um, he would get all of his all of his students, all of his young prodigy goalkeepers to watch Robert Green. Uh, videos yeah. because he was as you said such a great trainer and you know stuff like yeah, that he, and um he was professional such a good in player. terms of off the pitch and off the pitch no greening yeah about how good could he be and yeah. no we even deservedly had a, a few caps for England as well but too right he uh yeah very good goalkeeper yeah uh, he is yeah we'll go right back next Go on in, right back. You should be right back. Go on in. So, starting off would have been uh, another one, actually, Jonathan Spector. But he was American lad. Yeah. Would have got on well with him first time around at West Ham. Lucas Neal. Uh, second time would have been Joey O'Brien and Hugh yep. Denal. With their, I, I don't think I've missed out. No, it's one of those positions. Right back was always one of those positions where we had some random ones. I mean, I think, John I think yeah, Johnny Pants. I think um, Faubert played right back for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. As well, so, yes, yeah. but yeah, but so, yeah, and and Jerry Blaise especially played played wherever he could get a game, weren't it? To be honest, so uh, yeah. I think I, I'm good friends with Joey, and I know he was great lad. No, very good player when he when he was on the pitch. Yeah. But just just for his leadership, um, no, that year, obviously, us staying up from being relegated, I would go with Lucas Neal. Yeah, definitely. Totally yeah. agree for that, mate. Totally agree with that. Very underrated player at West Ham. Doesn't get didn't yeah. get the credit he deserved as much, I think, um, no. than others. Um, and and, that, and that's something which which I've sort of understood a bit more since doing the show is is mm-hmm. is understanding people like you know as you said. Yourself spoke speaks a highly of Anton and various others, and um, yeah. he's yeah, top top man, top man. Uh, Lucas is okay, so we put Lucas in. Uh, le- who's gonna go left back? You can pick yourself, George. Some people do, you can pick yourself, it's up to you. I, th- I think, uh, for, first time around, there was conch in me, and then outside of that, there, there wasn't, I don't think there was really many backups, uh, not really. Um, the second spell, Matty Taylor would have dropped back there, mm. but he was probably more of a, a left winger. So, no, I, I think, no, I'll put that conch in there because, again, he was a great lad and no, a, a very good left back. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to put myself in. I'll, I'll go with Tom's left back. <laughs> so, I did. You know, George. There's some, some some players, right? Some players I interview, and I think they're going to put themselves in. There's nothing wrong with that. And then some players are not. And, and as soon as we started talking, I thought, no, you're 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 far too. Um, yeah, what's the Lost. word? Uh, yeah, you know. I just thought some people, some people don't. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. And I thought there's no way George is. He's, he's, he's far too nice to be honest. Far yeah. too nice. No, yeah. no, Tom's. 
I'm at the club's constant place for it well now. Like I say, he was a good defender and yeah. also he was very good going forward as well. He is, yeah. And 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 now he's he's assistant manager at West Ham Ladies now. So yeah. love love Conch, big fan of Conchie. Yeah. Um okay, so we'll put we'll put him left back. Who's your first centre half then? Yeah, so centre half there's actually quite a few names. It's loads. Um we've got Gabadon, Upson, uh Anton. Winston Reid. Is, mm. Win- is Winston Reid still at West Ham or is he? He, um, I don't actually, technically I think he is, but I don't know, but he's, yeah, because he went on loan to Brentford last season, didn't he? Uh-huh. And um, he's, he's. I think technically he's on our books. I'm not, he, he might be out of contract. Um, I don't, you know, he's one of, he's one of his players, unfortunately, uh, very similar, sort of, sort of got injured and then sort of went See, out in the wilderness, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was injured, but it must have been a serious injury because he was out. I think he was out he was for quite a long time. Ages, and then he went to America, spent some time at MLS for Kansas, uh-huh. and um, and that was last the beginning of last season. And then Brentford, uh, Pontius uh, Johansson, he got injured, and they brought him in on a short term loan. And yeah, I mean, he, he got minutes of the actual final where Brentford went up. So, all right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so fair play to him. But yeah, yeah, I, I like Winston. Yeah, you know, good lad again. Very good player. Uh, there was Abdullah Fai, I think. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was promotion season, I think he played. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, again, I've maybe let, left one or two out, but... All big Hunter. big James Collins. I better say James Collins. Otherwise, some big big Ginge Ginger Pele. James Collins. Oh, you played with him as well. Got Ginger's name down now, but it, oh, okay. All right. I'm good. just. Uh, <laughs> I've been looking through. Is that Nanny? And like, no, I'm I'm not too sure who to pick. But yeah, Ginge again. No, fans love Ginge, and yeah, Ginge was actually one as well. He was there my first spell, and then came back the second spell as well. Yeah, yeah, he would have. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, wow. So yeah, no Jim's great lad. Uh I might actually have to put him in now because I didn't mention his name. <laughs> I'll uh yeah, it's a tough one. Um I, I'm gonna go Gavadon. Yeah. And um Tompkins. Oh, JT. Yeah. I was, I was going to say Tompkins. I thought, I think it's on your list. Yeah. 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 Nice guy, James Tompkins is. And Gabs, they're both are. Yeah. Uh, but all, again, no, all of them quality players. And mm. you can only pick two. And, and I know. Or could he actually pick Danny off them? Easily. Seven or eight that I mentioned. Because uh, yeah. even the first spell with Matthew Upson, though, he was. Always enjoyed playing alongside him. What's the experience mm. he would have had from Arsenal? And I thought he was a great defender and again another Definitely. another leader in the changing room. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I can only pick two out of so many. So yeah, nice, no, good, nice, no, good. It's good. And 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 Tompkins is one of those guys that I was always gutted when he left um, when he went to Crystal Palace because you know West Ham boy. Yeah, I don't like seeing West Ham boys go. That was. Uh, 
think I'd maybe finished two or three years when he left. Now, I was always, it's a strange one, I couldn't understand mm. why, because he was probably just getting into the, you know, the best years of his career. He, he was still young. Yeah. And they played a lot of games, but yeah, it was a, it was a strange one. Um, but yeah, he moved on and he done, he done great away, or sorry, Crystal Palace, but I think maybe the last couple of years he's, he's had injuries. He has, yeah. I think he has got quite injured. But, I mean, it's the same as a lot of people, isn't it? It does seem that West Ham injuries, it always it seems an injury, you know, Leyden Club, unfortunately, with, like, big injuries, like Winston Reid and James yeah. Tonkins yourselves and stuff. And, yeah, it's it's a shame. But, yeah. yeah. But, as you said, you could have pits, easily pits. You could have had four yeah. or five different centre-back partnerships there. Right, like let's, move, Jen, in, let's Jen, move into Jen, midfield. Sorry, and for James, no, he was always, probably out of all the centre-halves, he was one of maybe brought the ball out more, he was comfortable, he could like ping the mm. ball either third, he was you know, certainly probably the best in terms of his long range passing and if there got you a goal, he you no know, who's again you no know, one I could have picked, but I could only pick two. So, Ging is one of those players. I think he he really benefited from from leaving West Ham to come back because I think yeah. he left and he was a uh, he was you know he came back with no hair really to be honest and the beards. But um, you know what I mean he sort of he came back and he spent those couple of seasons with like Richard Dunn, and yeah. he came back as like a like a you know a proper like old school West Ham defender. I think that's that's what that's when the cult status of him came along. Yeah. When he came he back. Came, he, I, think, I think he came at, was it Aston Villa? Yeah, it was at Villa, yeah, with Richard Dunn, yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember him having a couple of great seasons at Aston Villa as well and yeah. then ended up back at West Ham again. Yeah, but yeah. No all of them quality players. Uh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. so we'll uh right midfield. Go for it. Uh, again, probably because he didn't play enough games, I think I remember him breaking his leg in a cup game, Kieran, Kieran Dyer. Yeah. Um, again, he when he was younger, no, in the England squad, and he was recognised as going to be, you know, a very good player. Well, he was a very good player, but I think injury sort of way curtailed his yeah, career a bit. Really um, did. But yeah, no, great dribbler with the ball, would have got your goals in that there. You had Nobby Solano. Oh, love Nobby. Yeah, his, his delivery was was a joke, so it was no. Yeah. Nobby, again, yeah, Nobby set pieces and uh, his crossing ability was, was excellent. And then... Again, he, he came late in my second spell, but I always remember playing against him, Joe Cole. Yeah, of course, yeah, he came back as well, yeah. And I suppose you could have him on the right or in centre or whatever, but I remember playing against Joe from a young age. He, I think it was on the 16s, no, Northern Ireland against England or whatever. And I think it was maybe my second game ever for Sunderland. It was against mm. West Ham, I came on, and he was playing right wing, and yeah, no, Joe, like a unbelievable player's ability was second to none. Uh, I think at West Ham, though, it, it was, I was coming towards the end, and then 
I think he had some little niggly injuries as well, but yeah, one of the amazing player he was. But yeah. only because I, I didn't play with him that long. No, fair enough. Obviously, you could put him in there because of how good he is. But yeah. I'm just going on probably the players who have played with. That's and that's and that's the way it should be, George. That's the way it should longer. be. Um, I'm going to say Benny Young. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny Young. What a player. Uh, yeah. He was... Loved Yoshi. One of, one of the nicest people off the pitch, but... Really? Wow. He had... Again, he, he... So he was there my first spell, and I'm not sure he came back for a few months on the second one as well. He did, yeah, he did, yeah. He came back yeah. on loan from Chelsea, I think. Yeah. And you just have to look at, actually, the clubs. When he left West Ham, he went to Liverpool, Chelsea. Arsenal like he, as well. Yeah, he he was a, a quality player. Uh, oh, he was. So just for because it was a longer longer spell playing with him, other with Yossi. Yeah, uh, that's a great shout. I don't know. Yeah, Julian Fulberg, he was right wing as well, but yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I've left many others out. I don't think so. Does it, George? You don't matter. It's it's the ones that you played with. It's the ones you yeah. remember playing with. That's the yeah. thing. But Yossi. Great shout, like Yoshi. Go on, let's go. Let's go left wing. Yeah, let's go so, left wing. Right. So, uh, first spell, Matty Everington. Yeah. Top boy. And I always thought because we probably had a year or two playing consistently together, and you no, know, we. I always thought we linked up well and we had a good understanding. Mm. Um, so I'm going to say I'm, I'm putting er, Matty Everington in. One it's of great the other players. No, I uh, think that, I think Matty, yeah, I think, yeah, for you, definitely. Yeah, uh, we had Matt Taylor on the second spell. Sorry, first yeah. spell, Fre Freddie Lundberg came in later on. Again, amazing player. Injuries. Uh, maybe he came from Arsenal. I'm not sure how old he was at the time, but again, great ability. But just because of, I played with Matty longer, and Matty was great for West Ham at that time. Uh, yeah, so the second spell, Matt Taylor. Great left foot, could score, score any type of goal, and he'd done it throughout his career. Yeah. His deliveries were... Yeah, quality, probably some of the best, you know, I've played with on the left side. Matty Jarvis. Yeah, Matty Jarvis, God bless him. Love dribbling with the ball. Another excellent player. And then on the left, I would mention as well, Stuart Downing, even though he was probably left, right, played in behind the front two. But he, again, played wherever, didn't he? I would say Downing in training, Probably wasn't not that it was shot, but his ability in training, mm. and it, maybe it's because he was at Liverpool and that there he was like excellent. He was he was very good, and I could understand why. You know, when he was younger and a lot of talk of the bigger clubs looking at him that there he was very good in training, mm. um, and 
maybe at times the West Ham, he, while it was not playing every week or whatever it happened, but he was he was a great player. He was, um, and I remember, and obviously I remember Sam, you know, because he, I mean, Sam going back into England squad. Yeah. Really, because he he, put, he moved. Do you remember he went to that went to that diamond, and then yeah. Downing moved to the top of the diamond, and and he was an, an incredible player. And yeah, yeah, he was still a great player. He, he, he just uh, knew yeah, his life. His, how clever he was! Yeah. He had pace, great left foot. Yeah, so he was a very good player. Um, yeah, but I'm going to stick with Matty Everton only because we had a very good understanding, and he's a great lad as well. So. Yeah, he's top boy. Yep. Love Matty. Love him. Right. Okay. Set the midfield. Good luck. Yep. Good luck, George. <laughs> so, uh, again, I'm maybe missing a few, but I'll just get him out of the way earlier in terms of his ability, Mascarino, but he didn't yeah. play at West Ham. But in training, you could tell his quality. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superb. Uh, Hayden Mullins. Had two or three great years with him. I mm. don't even remember him probably ever missing a game. No. I, I actually bumped into him uh, two weeks ago on uh, there was a coaching course that was going on in Northern Ireland and he was over for two days. I actually bumped into him. Brilliant. Um, no, it was great to speak with him. He was just talking about his days. He, he had a short spell managing Watford. And, uh, He's a coach. Yeah, yeah coach is the manager now. Yeah. yeah. No, we just had quick chat in terms of back in the West Ham days as well. Yeah, but here he's another great player. Uh, yeah. Jack Collison. I think. Another, another, another coach as well now, Atlantic United. Yeah, he, yeah, Atlantic, he's a, yeah. In America, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I think injuries probably done. F- Definitely, yeah. For Jack in his career because he, he had great ability. Uh, you could see it in training, and if he was able to keep himself fit, he he would always produce in matches. But he had a a bad time with his knees, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, really but bad. Very nice lad as well. Um, so the team, and let me know if I've missed out on any major ones. Mm-hmm. The team I want to put in is Nogues. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he started out in my first spell. Yes. Or he'd only played a few games or whatever. And again, very good friends uh, in my first spell. And uh, I don't know what it was. He, he knows never had much pace, but how clever he was in terms of either positioning his body or he would do this. It was like a side step to move the ball away from. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, player, and he was just—he was so clever with the ball, and very rarely ever give it away. Uh, also, his work rate, no, especially back in his uh, younger days, no. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, there's a reason why he's there's a reason why he's he's been there and that he's had yeah. played under eight managers, nine managers. Yeah. They've all picked him because of the because yeah. of what he, he brings to the table. So yeah, Nobs will go in. Yeah. Scotty Parker. Scotty Parker. God bless him. Uh what yeah, a player. top player. Uh great in the ball, got around the pitch. Um yeah, he's just probably 
your all growing Shandon mid- midfield player. Yeah. Um, not much else in here, Bernie. No, nah, it's, it's Scott I, Parker. I, They're both of them, really. You can't really say much about both of them. Uh, if he needed to defend, he, so he didn't mind getting back either. Uh, yeah, no, just try to do it over and fair. Um, I think we both of them, I think they just they complement each other, Scott yeah. and, uh, and Mark. Yeah, yeah, no, both of them excellent, excellent players, both have great careers. And Nobs is still not finished, he's still going, but uh, yeah, two great lads as well. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure if I've missed. Oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, George. No, we're, we're all friends here, just in case there's a I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think you've missed anyone that I can go, oh, he's, I can't believe he's forgotten. No, I don't yeah. think you've missed Paladin Kanye or anything, so you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, who are we having up from? Let's go. So I'll start off with Teddy Sheringham. Uh, he was he did a few months left at the club when I came in, yeah. but I always remember when I did come in, he was the first, probably first person that came to me. I think I remember meeting, um, I think it was at a hotel in Liverpool, first ever away trip. Now, I was in the process of just signing. Yeah. Um, first person come over and I'm obviously Teddy showing him a bit nervous and I was of course, a bit nervous yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, for who he is and what he's achieved and the clubs he's been at, and all was, it was a, like, it was great that he came over, said hello, and, and then remember training. He would always try to give you pointers in terms of just helping you. It was more, he was probably coming to the end, but he was still trying to, to give back in terms of helping whether it was new players or young players. Mm. Um, Obviously, you don't need to talk about him as a player because we all know how good he was. Yeah. Um, but he, like I say, he was coming to the end as I was just starting my West Ham career. Um, You've Coley, Carton Cole. Uh, yeah. No, he, <laughs> he was there in both my spells. He was, yeah. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't get rid of him. Actually, couldn't get rid of him. Quite a few players at both spells here, but <laughs> yeah, Coley, love Coley, great lad. Um, yeah. Always scored goals. Uh, actually, really good in terms of holding the ball up and running with the ball as well. He was, he was quick. He was strong. Yeah, no, Coley was. Very good centre forward. Um, you had John Crew, uh, short spell, big unit. Yeah, big boy. Uh, probably, you know, he scored a few goals in the championship that year. Uh, you had um, that Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, excellent player, great career. Uh, hmm. Fazte, Nolan. Nolan was a great, great captain. A bit like Lucas Neil, mm, all off mm. the pitch. 
was a big help in um, Allardyce was manager and scored plenty of important goals. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that that was, I mean, he was as crucial as, as Sam coming in was Nolan because yeah. he he was the, the 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 link between you and Sam basically yeah. it seemed and same as Lucas Neal was really he was yeah. that link between the management and the player you need that as a good captain and that's what Mark yeah. does now you know Mark's yeah. the link between the the squad and the management and you need that in a team and yeah mm-hmm. I mean and obviously Nolan's you know. Doing an absolute banging job at the club now as a, as yeah, a coach. And... He, he's back there as coaching, yeah. Um, he is, yeah, brilliant. But he, he was, again, a, a top player. Like I said, scored any amount of important goals at West Ham. Uh, you had Dean Ashton. Yeah. Uh, again, he, he was... Great player. I think he was in and out of the England squad at the time and then he got that bad injury with his ankle. Yeah. And probably wasn't the same. I know he came back for a year or two, but even with that ankle injury, I just remember how good a player that he was and what he could have been only for the... Oh, God, gotcha. yeah. His ankle was a mess. I remember yeah. uh, seeing the scars and that on it. was, uh, But, it, yeah, he was. He could have been a like a, a really top player, so he could have. Definitely. Injuries hadn't have uh, not finished him off, but certainly yeah. didn't help us. Wait, it did. It did, to be honest, George. It really yeah. did. You know, after that, he, he didn't come back as the player that he was. And as you said, if he wasn't injured, if he didn't have that injury, he would have been up there. Yeah. Up there. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant players. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to put Tevez. Yes. Just because of, he was a great person off the pitch, but high important. I know it was probably only a few months, but just the, see his qualities and the, the important goals he scored uh, and what, where he went after there in terms of yeah. the clubs and what he achieved. I would go Tevez and I'm actually torn now between Ashton and Nolan. Uh, <laughs> but you, you forgot about Kepa Blanco. And technically Marlon, and just say Marlon and Zamora and Bobby, just in case. Just say, I know you. Actually, Marlon Airwood and, and Bobby Zamora as well. See, yeah, Bobby Zamora, yeah. Marlon Harwood. Ray Coca in midfield. So but now we're starting to. <laughs> now you place. Right, okay. Start again. Okay, all right. Russell Myers is level. Yes. No, Marlon. Yeah, got that, yeah, Scored. Scored loads of goals as well. Yeah, I remember when I first saw Marlon was there. But then I don't think I think he made the only lap. Was it didn't f- play a lot for went. He went then he went to Villa, didn't he? I think. Um, but Bobby Samori, yeah, he was. He was a great player. No, he was could hold it up. Very skillful. Again, scored important goals, and he was brilliant off the pitch as well. I, I was actually 
not so much outside of football, but in terms of around the change rooms, I, I get on mm. really well with get on really well with all the players. But you know, Bobby yeah. was a really nice lad, so he was. Um, so I'm glad actually you mentioned him. There we go. It's um, okay. Otherwise, otherwise we'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, that's made your job about four times hard. There, George. There we go. There, joking. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's up to you. I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, personally, if I was you, I'd have, you know, you had Tevez from the first era. I would have, I would, I would have Kevin Nolan, to be honest. Yeah, I'd be honest. You know, not, no disrespect to Marlon and 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 Zamora and Bobby, but in terms of the, the 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 significance of the times that you played at West Ham, I'm just making your your job a bit easier, George. To be honest, I'm just yeah. picking the team for you, but I'd probably put Kevin just because of what he brought to the team. And and, yeah. and the importance of him in, in that season. Yeah, I think as well, you know, it was over a longer spell as well. It was two or three years of playing with Kev. So, yeah, yeah I'll go Tevez and Nolan. Yeah, there we even go, you see. I'm leaving out a lot of, like, in, in Coley now, I'm leaving out Coley, I feel quite guilty about it. <laughs> But we'll have them all on the bench. Nowadays, George, it seems they've got everyone on the bench. They've got about 20 players on the bench, so you could put them all on the bench and you wouldn't get yeah. no problem with them. No shit. Yeah, with them, you're so. going you're gonna to have to do uh, pick your 11 and have seven or eight subs as well. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> you can have more on the bench. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all right. It's only, it's only fun. It's only fun yeah. and games. We're all right. But it's—I mean—you still, you still put considering you know there were some hard, hard decisions there. there. That's that's quite a balanced team, George. Yeah, I probably feel a little bit guilty leaving a few players out, but <laughs> yeah, matter. no, I've picked picked the team there. They, like I said, I got on with all the lads, but no, friendly with most of them and uh, great players on and off off the pitch. Yeah, they were. yeah. exactly. George, man, it's, it's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, man. It's been really, really lovely talking to you. I really appreciate your time. I really, yes, really yeah, appreciate I've, it. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, no, like I said, at the start, thank you for having me on the show. Absolute pleasure, my friend. And thank you to everyone for watching. Hope you have a lovely weekend. I hope you're, the sun is shining. It is in Hornchurch. It's sunny. It's going to be hot. So, you know, I'm not very good with hot, hot weather, George. You know what I mean? Some people are. Oh. I don't like, I like it like, if it's like 19, 20 degrees, I'm all right. But since it gets like 23, I just, oh, it's the nights. You should maybe move to uh, Northern Ireland because we we only get about five hot days a year, so. <laughs> You've had your and quota already, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're having a bit of a, a heat wave at the minute as well, but it's only probably 21, 22. That, oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That'd be perfect. I used to play rugby in Ballymena, so that's all right. Oh, Ballymena. There we go. Ballymena. Oh yeah, good, good team, good team. They were. Um, although it was funny because obviously we came, I came from from Loughton, so a lot of the boys came from like late, like sent like North London and Leytonstone, and they and they were going to Ballymena, and they were they were sort of doing that sort of student swap program. So you know, staying around their opposite numbers house. It, uh-huh. And you know, obviously, and they all lived in flats and stuff in high rises in Leighton Stone and stuff. And now they're on a farm, you know, picking yeah. potatoes. And they were <laughs> like, it just couldn't get it. It was so funny. Yeah. Bless them. They're really, really sweet. 
lovely lovely place though anyway mate thank you very much i've taken up for your time so i really appreciate it thanks everyone for watching from myself and from george take care everyone stay safe wash those hands get those jabs come and you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone much love thanks for joining us Bye bye Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.